Hello and welcome to another episode of Bitch, I Don't Know What I'm Doing. Right now I am the happiest because I found a secluded area that's like just fucking beautiful as fuck and there's like water and there's like a tree and and there's a big open field for me to do yoga and there's no one around. So I took a chance and I got fully nude and I took some pictures and whatever because that's who I am as a person but I just love being naked in nature, don't you guys? And because of this fucking pandemic shit, all the nude beaches are closed. And that's sad and confusing because like, pardon? How the fuck? What? Like nudity doesn't spread COVID, okay? So like if regular beaches are open and water parks are open and theme parks are open, why isn't a nude beach open? What if we were nude just with also masks? Like I could, I would settle for that, okay? I just, um, I need some fucking sun on my entire body because that's what I live for. I love it and I need it. Y'all ever sun your genitals or buttholes? Or both? Because there is nothing like sunshine directly on your genitals and slash or butthole. It is the best. Not that I'm like full doing like happy baby pose at a nude beach. I'm just saying. Uh, I would I would be down for some of that. Anywho. <sighs> that's not what I came on here to talk about. I wanted to talk about, uh, as long as I can stand the heat, cause I've been out here for a while. So we'll see how long I last, but I wanted to talk about just kind of like how your life pans out. And I apologize for the wind. I am outside, but you know, I love to look back at my life and see how things have just kind of happened perfectly for me like how I got to where I am currently because it always just blows my fucking mind I'm like whoa you know so I'm gonna try and touch on some of that stuff um probably not all of it because I tend to forget but I want to start with the fact that like when I was a little girl I went through a Grease phase you know like Grease the musical um like all young theater girls go through, I believe. So I was really into Grease. And I remember watching it for like the first time, first dozen times. And I loved Rizzo the most, of course, because she was like such a badass. And um, she was like the rebel. But also, I remember I was just like, why does this feel so familiar? <laughs> Whenever she's singing that song about there are worse things I could do than fall in love with you and like when she thinks she's pregnant right and I remember the concept of her being pregnant in high school and like singing that song and shit was just like familiar to me like I had already experienced it even though I hadn't right and I was like well that's weird I'm gonna ignore that because I'm a child and I don't understand what that means so whatever right and I just kind of forgot it Consequently, the same uh, when I would watch Saved later on in my life, which is about a girl who is in a Christian family and gets pregnant in high school. Check it out. It's very good. It's got Jenna Malone. She's the best. It's got Macaulay Culkin. He's the best. Um, and Mandy Moore, which is funny. And 
uh, I remember watching that movie like maybe a year or so before I got pregnant and I was like, that is so familiar. Why is that familiar? Why does that feel real? And all that is to say, it's not like I got, I didn't get pregnant on purpose, okay? I'm lucky I did. I'm happy I did. Changed my life for the better. But I didn't do it on purpose. I remember specifically telling my baby daddy before he was my baby daddy, I was like, oh, I won't get pregnant. It's not in my life plan. So it's just not going to happen because that's how teenagers are. We're fucking idiots. Um, But I was just like convinced, like, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to get pregnant. It's not going to happen. And then, wow, surprise, it did. But when it happened, all of those familiar feelings of when I was a child watching teen pregnancy was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? And I was like, so did I, did I know, you know, when I was younger, did I just know? Because um, time isn't real and everything is always happening at once. And so, you know, or like maybe my uh, future self was going back to my child self and being like, hey, just pay attention to this because it's going to be important later for you, <laughs> you know? Same wavelength. I remember I wasn't allowed to watch Moulin Rouge at first. Fucking my my friends and I were like into Moulin Rouge like crazy, obsessed, obsessed. And um, I'm so sorry when I don't put on goddamn do not disturb. Okay, we were obsessed with Moulin Rouge and... I, my parents first had to like screen it before I could watch it because incredibly Christian household. And then whenever I finally saw it, I remember being like, why is this so familiar? (laughs) Why does this feel so real and familiar to me as if I have already lived this life? And then, wow, later on down the line, I become a stripper. I also remember like, uh, just loving playing with my Barbies and my Barbies were strippers or I would play like fantasy and I was a stripper. So maybe that was it. I was just, I was just obsessed, but it wasn't, it wasn't just an obsession. It was a feeling of familiarity. Like I'm saying, like, it was just like, I, this, I know this already, like this life. I know, I understand this, this life of, of working in the Moulin Rouge in France um, not really the same, but whatever, you guys, you get what I'm saying. Shit's weird, right? You ever think about that shit and you're like, that's weird. Has anyone else experienced anything like that? Anyways, so that's that. Then things really started getting wacko for me whenever I graduated from college. So I graduated from college and I couldn't find my job in my field, of course, because that's how life is. And I was, um, I had just like, I was starting to break away from my fiance. Like we were starting to kind of break up and you know what? Let me back up a little bit. This was before I had graduated college. So I was in college, but I was starting to break away from my fiance and I would go to the gym like every fucking day. Right. Cause I was really obsessed with the gym and that's all I did was school and gym. So I went to the gym and I ended up meeting this guy and I don't normally talk to fucking dudes at the gym, but for whatever reason, we started talking and we hit it off. And I was like, damn, I really like this guy. And he was going through a similar, he was breaking up with someone as well. So we were going through similar situations and we ended up kind of leaning on each other during this time frame in just a friendly sort of way. And he was amazing and I love him to death and I don't speak to him anymore, but damn, you know, he really, um, 
he got me through that time and I'm forever grateful. But I met him, right? So then I go away for the summer to finish my college because I had to go to Dallas to graduate. I graduate, I come back, and uh, I'm like, hey, man, what's up? And he's like, hey, like, are you what, are you working or whatever? And I was like, nah, bro. And he's like, what do you want to do? And I was like, you know what I really want to do so bad because I'm so obsessed with working out and shit. I want to work um, in, like, the nutrition industry. And he was like, oh, I know a girl. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, you should talk to her. So I talked to her and she was like, oh, yeah, like I do that and blah, blah, blah. And that's great. And I was like, crazy. Um, I want to do that. She's like, you can do it. Just, you know, you can you can totally do it. And I was like, "Okay." And then my friend was like, I know a guy. um, He owns one of the nutrition stores. So maybe he'll have the hookup. Right. So I was like, "Okay." So I reached out to that dude and he was like, yeah, yeah, I know a guy and he's looking for people right now. So let me get him in touch with you. Right. And I was like, "Okay." So he gets me in touch with that dude. We're going to call him Jack. Okay. so Jack um, interviews me. And on our first interview, this is weird. This is weird and inappropriate, but it worked out for me. Um, He was like, have you ever thought about being a cam girl? And I was like, nah. I mean, yeah, of course, like all the time, like it really interests me, but I currently live with my parents. I couldn't do it in their house because that just what they would freak out if they like found me online in their house, right? Camming. So I can't do that. And um, blah, 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 blah. He was like, okay, well, you know, if you ever want to, like, you would make a ton of money doing it. I, I have a friend who is a cam model. She works for this very specific site that is hard to find. And, um, like, I know she makes a lot of money, and I just think you'd be really good at it. And I was like, okay. And he's like, and uh, here's what we're going to do, and you just have to take this test, and then you're hired for the job. And I was like, dope. So I ended up getting hired on with that job, right? And then I started doing the work. And then I was like, you know what? I do I do want to start camming because that really is interesting me, and I, I'm into it. I want to do it. And I had become comfortable with this guy, and so I told him that. I was like, can you get me in touch with your friend? And he was like, yeah, of course. And so then I talked to her and she vouched for him as well. She's like, yeah, I know him. Like, we're great friends, blah, blah, blah. He's a great guy. Like, we've known each other for years. Da, da, da. And um, and she was really sweet and everything. And so she got me hooked up on this site. And Jack was like, you can come and work at my house, right? Because I'm never there. I'm always traveling around. And so I'll just give you a key to my house and you can just come over and work there. And that way you're not in your parents' house. And I was like, that's incredible. Okay. So I started doing that. And I did make a ton of fucking money. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. I love this shit. And as I was doing that, uh, I met this guy online who I was like, let me back up again. I See, I get ahead of myself. So I started thinking, I was like, damn, I want to get into financial domination and I want to meet a pay pig, right? I, I want to pay pig so bad. And so I just was like thinking about that all the time. Like, I just want to pay pig. I want to pay pig. I want to pay pig. And then I get this email from this guy and he's like, hi, um, I found you on this site and like, I, I want to like be your sub and I just want to give you money and da, 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 da. And I was like, whatever, bitch, this is not motherfucking real, but it was motherfucking real. So I enter into this situationship with this guy in which, yeah, he's just like giving me money and stuff. And then I would give him tasks to do and he would like send me gifts and da, da, da. And it was amazing. Right. And 
we get to know each other better and better and better. And eventually we ended up falling in love. That's a whole nother story. But as we're getting to know each other and like we're opening up to each other and um, trusting each other, he's like, so like, what do you want to do with your degree and all that? And I told him my dream job. And he's like, do you want me to find you a job? And I was like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, go for it. Cause I've been trying and it's not happening. Right. And then he did. He got me a job. He got me a dream job that ended up moving me out of my parents' house, moving me away to a place that I live now that I love living here. And like being here has been the best thing for me and my kid. And that job was, yeah, like my job that I had wanted ever since I, you know, went to college. (laughs) And I was like, this is fucking crazy, right? How shit just like unfolds like that for you. Okay. So that all happens. And you know, there's a <laughs> super chill. There's a natural disaster. <laughs> I had that job for a couple years and then, um, and I loved it, but then, you know, I was like, is this it? Is this what life is? Because it was a stressful job and it wasn't really what I thought it was going to be, of course. And it was just getting kind of exhausting doing the job. And I was like running myself into the ground and barely making ends meet. And I was like, is this really what life is about? Like, this is what everything is. This is the pinnacle. Like, I've gone to school. You know, I did my shit. I get my job out of college. And then this is my life, you know? And it was just really confusing to me. And I was like, I don't think I can do this. And, and like, I had my, like, you know, five-year plan, 10-year plan, 15-year plan. And I was like, I don't, I don't know how I'm supposed to keep doing this, you know? And just, like, be happy in this. And then, boom, natural disaster natural disaster and my job just got ripped out from me because it went away it disappeared it straight up just blew away and um you know at the time it was obviously devastating and I was like oh my god and then they kept us on for a bit like doing shit here and there and so I got way back into camming which I'd already been doing a bit you know I took a break when I started that job because it was just too much and then I got back into it and so I was like stacking cash and then Um, when it was clear, like this was done, this was over. I was like, okay, backing up again. (laughs) A few months before that, I bought a pole because my best friend got a pole. And so I went to her house and tried it out. And I was like, I fucking love this shit. And I was like depressed. Like I said, I wasn't feeling this job. I wasn't feeling my life. I was like, this can't be all it is. And last time I got really depressed, I started running and like developed a new physical activity hobby. And so, and that helped cure my depression. So I was like, let me do that again. So I got a pole, installed it in my house and started pole dancing. And I was like, this is so fun. And my boss at my dream job was like, if I was you, I'd be a stripper. And I was like, LOL. Because <laughs> I was already camming. And so I just thought it was funny that she was telling me to do a different kind of sex work when I was already doing sex work. And she just didn't know. And um, so then when my job got blown away, it and it was obvious it was not going to come back. Um, I was like, okay. And I just pivoted and I started dancing almost immediately. And that changed my life like exponentially for the better, right? in so many ways but the main one being that it like gave me time and resources to develop my spirituality and to awaken and like the way that I have gone through this awakening process I know 100,000 percent could not have happened when I was working in that old job right and it's just I love looking back at that shit and being like damn dude like that you were really led 
on the most perfect journey. All Every step was absolutely perfect. And every step I manifested without even knowing I was manifesting it. You know? And it all started when I left my fiancé, which I just find really funny. But that was like when I was like, okay, we're doing something new. And I left my fiancé and I like took a step out and it was scary and it hurt. And it was so, so difficult. And there was a lot of back and forth. But that scary, painful, what I thought at the time was absolutely devastating thing was what changed my life for the better. It was the first step along the way. And now I have this like unbelievably amazing life that I'm so fucking grateful for. And I just, I love to think back about that stuff, especially when I'm down in the dumps or when I'm coming out of the dumps like I am currently to remind myself that like every step on your path is your path. Even the steps that you think are a misstep, they're not. You're on the fucking path. You're doing the shit. You're rocking hard. And everything is always working out for you perfectly, exactly as it's supposed to. It's crazy. It's so crazy. I love that shit. Another thing about the ex-fiance is like I always wanted to get proposed to and I wanted to like have a wedding, right? But like marriage is not, it just doesn't, no. And I got that. I got proposed to. And I got to like start kind of planning a wedding, but I didn't get far into it to where like I couldn't get money back. Where I didn't even put any fucking deposits down because it became pretty apparent pretty quick that this was not going to work out. But I got to like try on some dresses and look at some cakes and like look at some venues and like do some of that fun shit before I was like, never mind. LOL, sorry, bye. But isn't that cool? So I'm not sitting here like, mm, I want to get proposed to, because I already did it. I did it. This, I did. I had that experience. It was lovely. It was weird, because I remember at the time, I was like, oh, no. I mean, yes. <laughs> In my head, I was like, oh, God, no. But I said yes. And whatever. I had that nice experience. And I'm happy for it. And he's fine. He's happy. He has the life he's always wanted. And it is not the life I ever want. So, you know, so crazy how something that you think is going to ruin your life and someone else's life and all this shit honestly ends up being the best thing. And I was listening to uh, Water Baby Tarot recently and she said something that really just fucking like, boom, blew my mind all the way open. And it was that... uh Rejection is protection. Rejection is divine intervention. And I was like, oh my God, if that ain't the fucking truth, right? Like every time you get rejected from like a job or a lover or just whatever situation, something that you think you want, but then you don't get it, it always ends up being because it's opening you up for the better thing. You've just got to be able to let that shit go, man. You got to open your hands, stop white fisting all these things. And I'm trying to obviously remember that. How can I bring every story back to my twin? But I'm trying to remember that right now. Whenever I get those pangs of like wanting to talk to him, I'm like, rejection is protection. He did you a huge favor by rejecting you because whatever is waiting for you on the other side of this is going to be so fucking amazing. And you're going to be so thankful that you didn't get this thing, right? I've said that before, but God, it's like an everyday thing, right? Am I the only one who has to remind myself of shit daily? I keep notes in my phone and like notes on my wall and all this fucking shit because I've got to remind myself all the time. 
Rejection is protection. Rejection is divine intervention, man. So true. So true. And he's such an addiction. Ugh, I have to like remind myself when I'm like, oh, I just want to talk to him just one second. It's like, calm down, bitch. You've been addicted to things before. You've been addicted to so many things and you've broken so many addictions. And you know, you know this feeling. You know this jonesing feeling. You know that once you get past it and you can kind of cut it off cold turkey-ish, ish, it's so much better on the other side. You know that. It's freedom. Freedom. When you're like, wow, I don't, I don't really want a cigarette anymore. It's like, oh, goddamn, fucking free, dumb, man. Ugh. Love and light, bitches. Fucking, ugh. And I sent him love. I sent him so much love and light. God bless. What a beautiful moment he was in my life. Yeah, so that's it. It's hot and stuff, and I need to get home, and I'm fucking starving, and I'm like a mile or two away from home, and I've been out here for goddamn ever. What a beautiful fucking day. I love you guys. I love this earth. I love everything, man. Blessed. I'm blessed as fuck. Blessed as fuck. Peace and love and all that shit. Uh, Live, laugh, and get naked in nature because that is the best get naked in nature you guys get naked in nature right now